0: Hello, happy Wednesday. You're listening to Club Candid. I'm Reggie, your host. I hope you guys have been having a wonderful week so far. Uh my week's been lovely. I have just been working and you know, I never really feel like I have much interesting things to say because I don't have too many interesting things going on. But we're just gonna jump right into today's episode because I have a lot to share. Uh, we are talking today about all things postpartum and motherhood. And I'm going to be answering some questions you guys submitted for me about all of the things. <laughs> I haven't done an episode like this yet, which is super surprising to me because Lennon is almost, what, seven months old on Thursday? What the heck? So thought it was about time that I shared my postpartum recovery with you, uh, what it's going to been like. And then We'll also talk about motherhood, what it's like having a newborn. And yeah, the last like seven months have gone by so fast. It's crazy. Um, I'm glad I didn't record a postpartum episode sooner just because I feel like now I have so much more I can share. So let's let's just get right let's get right into it today. Uh so if you guys aren't familiar with like my birth story and everything, I do have an episode. Uh, I believe I recorded that, posted it at the end of August or beginning of September. You can go and check that episode out if you want to kind of get an idea of everything that happened as far as, you know, what the first week looked like for me as a mom, um, as well as just like the whole birth story. I did have a cesarean, so a C-section, and you can hear all about that in my birth story episode, but I did want to share kind of what you know the c-section recovery has been like because I talked about this in my birth story episode but I didn't really have like I don't know I I, I felt like preparing for birth I originally wanted to do an unmedicated birth I had been preparing for it my whole pregnancy I was super stoked to give birth. Like I've always been so excited for for birth, uh, which maybe is not a normal thing. I feel like most people are usually terrified, but I legit was like so excited to experience it, even though I knew it was probably going to be like terrifying and painful, but I was really excited. And, uh, when I was 36 weeks, I learned that Lennon was breech. And so I had to have a C-section. Um, she was a big baby. She was nine pounds, four ounces. She had a cord around her neck, she was head up so like there was just no way doing a vaginal delivery was going to be like the safest safest bet so um we had a c-section so you can hear about all about that in that episode um but i feel like because what i was preparing for an unmedicated birth you know there's so many uh resources out there for labor and delivery how to prepare for your birth and all this stuff. And there was very little information out there about C-sections. I know that there was information out there, but I wasn't really seeking it because in my mind, I was like, I'm not going to have a C-section. I was so set on having a vaginal birth, but I did not. So I just wanted to quickly kind of share my tips for C-section recovery and, you know. Whether, because you know, you might be in my situation one day where you're like planning on having a vaginal delivery and then you have to have a c section and you're probably like terrified. You're like, what? This is so different. You might not know what to expect. Uh, I know emergency c sections happen quite a bit. Uh, so I wanted to, yeah, I'm just going to give you my input on all things c section recovery because I got so many questions about this. So c sections are really cool. Uh, I, Originally, I was really upset about it um, because I, you know, wanted to have a vaginal birth so bad, but in the end, like, I I still sometimes, I will say, I sometimes get sad that I didn't have that birth experience that I originally hoped for, um, but all that really mattered in the end was that my baby was here, and she was safe, and she was healthy. So, I can have a vaginal birth after cesarean, which they call a VBAC one day and I'm crossing my fingers that I can have another one because guys, C-section recovery is no joke. And I don't feel like it's talked about a lot. I feel like you hear celebrities, you know, sometimes get C-sections and people say, oh, I want to do a planned C-section because it's the easy way out. And I remember sitting on the toilet in the hospital one day postpartum and like holding on to my... Postpartum nurse, which they are the angels sent from above. Postpartum nurses are, and I was holding on to her. Kendall was like holding Lennon while she was crying out in the room, and I just broke down and cried, and I just was like, "This is so hard, I can't do it." I couldn't get up off of the toilet, like it was. I was in so much pain, and she was like, "You know what? You're gonna, you're gonna be okay. I'm gonna help you. We can take it as slow as we need to." She was so sweet, and after she helped me up, and I was crying. <laughs> She was like, you know, a lot of people think, you know, C sections are the easy way out. And I know for some people, they probably have no problem with a C section. Maybe they're, maybe I was like a baby, and (laughs) it was just like way, way painful for me uh, compared to maybe some other people. But she, she just looked me in the eyes and she says, "You." And she told me, "She's like, you're a fighter, you." Uh, and she just like, gave me this pep talk and it, I, it made me feel so good because um, I was feeling so weak in that moment and just like so physically drained, even though I just laid on a table and they cut me open. Uh, recovery is really hard. And I just I, I say that because I don't not to like scare anyone for if they have to have a C-section one day, because really the whole procedure is a breeze. Like I, it was super super easy, no pain there whatsoever. It was really nice the first like a couple hours after birth because I was I had no pain. I could really put all my focus and attention into Lennon. It was great. Um, but you have like a huge incision on your abdomen, and it's it was painful for me. And I'm just sharing this because I feel like I did have one friend that was super super helpful and. Gave me a lot of helpful tips as far as like what to expect from having a c-section and I was really grateful for that But I really didn't feel like I had a lot of I don't know. I, I didn't know what I was in for. I didn't realize how hard it was actually gonna be So i'm just here to tell you that yes, it's a difficult recovery I think any sort of birth is gonna whether you have a vaginal Delivery with an epidural or no epidural or whatever Recovery from birth is very can be really difficult And I'm just here to tell you that while it is, it can be painful and it can be really hard, uh, it's all worth it and it all passes. And before you know it, you're going to be like, I need to have another baby. (laughs) So just want to throw that out there. But C-sections are really cool. Uh, they, yeah, it's super simple procedure. You can hear more about that in my, uh, birth story episode. But some things that you're going to need after a C-section, so for postpartum, number one thing is stool softeners. The hospital provided me with some stool softeners, and I, they were okay. I really didn't use them all that much, though. Um, I My friend suggested getting the Oxy powder capsules that are some stool softeners. Uh, I got them off of Amazon, and they were awesome. So good, because let me tell you guys, the first poop postpartum, wow 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 i mean i know it's got to be rough whether you had a vaginal delivery or not c-section this is why it's hard for a c-section because you have a huge incision on your abdomen and you've got these staples the staples that they or stitches that they put that i had were like on the inside so i couldn't see them from the outside they do put some like little uh what are they called strips on the outside though um and they just like dissolve on their own on the inside which is really nice you don't have to like go in and get anything taken out or removed uh but (laughs) you have this incision and when you go to poop you're using like your abdominal muscles to you know get everything out (laughs) so when you are using those muscles it's very very painful so stool softeners are going to be your best friend the oxy powder capsules were great they worked they were a little stronger and my first that first poop postpartum it's rough you just got to hold a pillow against your incision and maybe hold your spouse's hand and just say a little prayer and you'll be okay (laughs) Uh, another thing a belly binder A belly binder is really, really nice because let me tell you, when you cough, when you have to cough, when you sneeze, oh, the first sneeze, just thinking about it makes me like have tears in my eyes thinking about it. When I had to sneeze for the first time, oh, it was was painful. I felt like all my insides were going to fall out. Uh, So having a belly binder is really nice because what it does is it really holds everything in. It's basically what it sounds like. um, Kind of like a corset in a way. That's kind of what it's like. You wrap it around your belly. The hospital should provide one for you. Uh, I actually really liked the one the hospital gave me, but I did buy one from Amazon too. That was a little more supportive. Uh, And those are really great because, yeah, it holds everything together. So, if you do sneeze, cough, laugh, (laughs) it puts that pressure against your incision, makes it a little easier to keep it, keep everything together. Uh, it's not as painful. It takes a lot of that, that pressure off because you're still going to have some sort of, you know, you have, you still have a little baby pooch after, uh, you have your baby. And so that kind of like will hang over your incision. It doesn't feel very good. So yeah, belly binders are great. Another thing is just keeping an ice pack on your incision. It's super helpful. It feels really good. Uh, guys, I, I really am saying this stuff because if you have to have a C-section one day, I promise you will <laughs> appreciate my words. And I don't say this to scare you because I'm going to share you all the wonderful things about motherhood and you're gonna, it's um, worth it. I would have a C-section a bajillion times over, like in a row, if it meant that I have one in here. So just sharing that with you. Um, another thing is a wedge pillow. So if you, I don't know how to explain what that is. It's just a pillow. It looks like a big slice of cheese. <laughs> you put it up against your headboard or your wall or whatever and you just like lay on that while you, you sleep in your bed and it just keeps you like propped up and elevated. That was super nice for me because sitting up, super painful. I couldn't really sleep on my side at all so I had to sleep on my back and I hate sleeping on my back. So, it was weird. I went like nine months well, almost nine months because I still technically could lay on my belly in the beginning. But I went like pretty much my whole pregnancy being told, don't lay on your back, don't lay on your back. And then suddenly it's like, you have to lay on your back. So it was a painful time. Uh, But the wedge made it a lot easier because getting out of bed is really hard because, you know, you can't use your ab muscles. Like you have to use them to get up, but you can't. So, Uh, A wedge pillow helped a lot and also like a stool at the side of my bed for your bedside. So there was like multiple times in the night where, so like Lennon, we'd have her in our bed next to us. Kendall would pretty much pick her up, hand her to me for me to feed her in the middle of the night. But it was honestly easier for me sometimes to, because she ate for so long, uh, for me to feed her in her room. So Kendall would have to help me out of bed. He did so much. And I'm going to talk about that in a second. But I would just like have to roll over to my side really slowly. And then he would have to push me like up because I didn't want to use those ab muscles because it hurt so bad. And he basically just carried me out of bed for the most part. But having that stool was nice so I didn't have to like, cl- when I was climbing back into bed, it was easier for me to, to get in bed. I didn't have to use as many abdominal muscles and strength. So, yeah. Stool wedge pillow, also a stool for your shower if you don't have like a shower seat in your shower. That was nice for like the first two times I showered postpartum when I got home. Uh that's something you could use. I just had one because my grandpa had one. So, uh he let me borrow and I used it. That was really nice. Um and you're just going to need a lot of help and don't be afraid to ask for help. Kendall did so much. I'm not joking. The first two weeks before he went back to work, he changed pretty much every single diaper. He helped me get out of bed every single time. I got out of bed to feed her in the middle of the night. He handed her to me. He did everything, which I don't know if I shared this in my, I don't think I shared this in my birth story episode, so I'm going to share it real quick because this is just a, just a funny story. So, Kendall would help me out of bed every night, and I'd go into Lennon's nursery to feed her, because babies take a long time to eat in the beginning, and so I'd be up with her for like 30 minutes, 45 minutes, sometimes an hour in the middle of the night feeding her, and it was just so much more comfortable to sit in the rocking chair. So, Kendall was an angel, and, you know, he helps me out of bed, sets me down in my chair. Then he goes and gets linen, hands her to me and I'm, I'm feeding her. I don't know how many days postpartum this was, like maybe two, like our first or second, maybe maybe not our first night, second or third night home. And I get done feeding her and I would usually just yell for him and he'd come in and grab her and help me get back into bed. (laughs) And I yell for him and he, he doesn't come. He's like, I can't, I'm like screaming at him, screaming his name. I even like turned the sound machine up really loud. I remember like finding one of like Lennon's books or toys next to me and I like chucked it into the hallway to like try and get his attention. Uh, I could not get up. I literally could not get up out of the seat. And I had Lennon in my arms and I'm just screaming my guts out trying to get Kendall to wake up. And he wouldn't so i had to call my mom <laughs> and i called my mom and i was like bombing i was like mom you've got to come over here because kendall won't wake up and i have london in my like i i was just crying so my mom's like oh okay i'm coming i'm coming so by the time my mom like got in the car to come and get me help me out uh kendall woke up <laughs> i had like heard the bed squeak because he was like rolling over in his sleep and I knew he was like starting to wake up, so I yelled for him and then he finally came in and helped me and he <laughs> felt so bad. It was, it's, it's, it's funny now, but it, I was stressed out in that moment. But that tells you how tired you are after you have a baby and especially Kendall being so tired because he was doing literally the absolute most and I really feel like I will never be able to repay him ever again. He's freaking Amazing. Uh, so having help is really great. My mom and Kendall's mom, they were angels, our siblings came over to just like help. My mom was like doing laundry for me and dishes and like vacuuming our floor. They, they did them so much for us and I'm so grateful. So don't be afraid after you have a baby to ask for help because if you're, you might need it and I know I needed it and I'm super grateful for the help that I received from everybody that helped me out, uh, making meals, all that stuff. So as far as length of recovery in the first couple weeks, uh, I would say the first two weeks were absolutely horrible. I, this is one of the reasons I don't want to ever have to have a C-section again is just because I felt like I wasn't as present as I could have been the first two weeks because I was just so tired and my body just hurt so bad. Uh, but it's, it really is like such a magical time and as much pain as you're in you honestly forget about it like I think back and I know I was in a lot of pain but I really just don't even remember and I've had people tell me that like they maybe even had like a traumatic sort of birth experience like or just really like painful delivery of their their baby but they don't even remember what it felt like because I think our just like instinct as mothers is to just forget that so we won't have more kids. I don't know that's I think that's how it works it's I don't understand it but it's true fact I'm not planning on having another baby anytime soon but with like how quickly things have like gone by I'm like I need another baby already so and like I said I would have a million c-sections again if it meant that I have my baby so uh no need to be terrified of c-sections like they really are i can see why people get them done they really are so they're pretty convenient a planned one it was so nice to just know like oh my baby's being born tomorrow morning at this time uh so that's really nice and yeah but let's let's d- dig into i'm gonna <laughs> be very honest with you and i promise i'm ending this episode on like a really positive note for you guys because I just feel like there's a lot of negative talk about motherhood, uh, postpartum delivery, all that stuff, and I just want to share the positive side of it. So, as far, though, as C-section recovery, I went in for my, like, six-week postpartum appointment and was feeling, like, way good. The first two weeks were rough. Third week, I felt a lot better. Fourth week, tons better. I got better very quickly after, like, two weeks. It was crazy. Like even in the hospital, I remember I couldn't even walk down like five to five different doors down the hallway. It was so hard. But then the next day I got home from the hospital and I was walking up my stairs. So little by little, you will start to feel so much better and walking as much as you can will help so much too and yeah i mean i still feel like i had some i'm trying to even remember when my pain like from my incision went away i honestly don't remember but i do remember like being like 8 weeks postpartum and being like wow i feel freaking amazing so it will the time will come and you will feel so much better if you have c section and if you don't ever have to have a c section i hope one day i can share my thoughts on a vaginal delivery. I'm really interested to see the difference between the two and like compare them if I can do a V-back down the road. So that's all things C-section recovery. Uh, now let's, let's talk about things, other things as far as postpartum. And then we'll talk about like the actual like baby stuff and motherhood stuff. So hair loss, that has been a thing. Uh, I feel like my hair is to the point now it's like done falling out. I think it started around three or four months postpartum. And I cannot even believe to tell you how much hair has fallen out of my head. I just got my hair done. My mom did my hair like a week or two ago. And uh, it's just a week ago. And she was putting like the color in my hair. And I had told my mom, I'm like, mom, my hair is so thin. You're not, you're going to be shocked. And she was like, putting the color and like the foils in my hair and she was like, Wow, your hair is so thin. I'm like, Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like actually crazy how much like the my the baby hairs on my head. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. But it's starting to I wouldn't say it's starting to grow back. But, like maybe it is, but I'm it's not I'm not losing as much as I as I was. But that was a shock to me. And I will tell you, I even took uh my prenatals every day still postpartum and I was taking collagen and I literally was doing all the things to prevent it and still lost a ton of hair it's kind of like with stretch marks everyone's like oh what what," like some questions I'd get like what do you do to prevent stretch marks and I'm like well they literally are like 99 percent genetic so if you're gonna get them you're gonna get them there's things that can help reduce the I think like the pigment of them, um, but yeah, just keeping your skin hydrated is really good for stretch marks. But if it's a genetic thing, if you're going to get them, you're going to get them. And I had a crap ton of them and I still do. Um, yeah. Some things you just can't can't quite avoid. Um, what other things postpartum? Oh, we've got the the postpartum weight loss. Like you're going to lose some weight, but you might be like, me and be like, "When am I ever going to get rid of this little belly pooch that I have?" Still have it. We're doing great. I did have some dice, diast- how do you say it? Diastasis recti. Still have it a little bit. Um that's basically this happens to 60% of moms. So there's a very high chance this might happen to you and you get it, and if you do, it can heal pretty quickly. But it's basically when your abs separate. So, you know, you're growing a baby, your belly is expanding, uh, your ab muscles will tend to separate, and then after birth, they don't always go right back together. So, I've been doing a lot of different exercises to get them back together because they have split a little bit. Right now, my I used to have like an almost three-finger gap of space between my abs, but now I only have like a one-finger gap, which means it's pretty much healed. My worst is just like right underneath my belly button for my abs right there so working on that still seven months postpartum still have a mommy tummy might still have it for a while you know who knows uh, belly the what are they called the shape shaping leggings tummy tummy control leggings have been saving my life and oversized t-shirts that's what i live in i got also a ton of questions about breastfeeding. And honestly, I've got to admit, I've been very, very lucky with my breastfeeding journey, if you want to call it that. I feel like, I don't know, from the very beginning, Lennon just latched on and was a really good eater. And I've only had like one or two clogged ducts they haven't been like too bad. I've never had like mastitis or anything. So I feel very fortunate that it's been as easy as it has been. Um, I will say I did buy like a breastfeeding course and like a intro to having a newborn course. And honestly, I felt like that was such a waste of money. I learned so much at the hospital after I had Lennon and had like a lactation consultant come in and help me out and learned so much. I was so stressed about breastfeeding. I think that's one of the things I was most nervous about because I remember listening to a podcast episode about it and it was like stressing me out like hearing oh how often you need to feed your baby and then on the go like if you need a pump and if you want to supplement with formula and oh if you do this if you have a clogged duct and how to boost your milk supply and just hearing all these things that I was literally terrified to breastfeed. And it ended up being a lot easier than I thought it would be. It sounds like really scary. I will say like when your milk comes in, it really is painful. And the first like couple of weeks I was like, it was pretty painful to nurse at times, but it's like so easy and convenient now. And I really love it. If you decide you don't want to breastfeed, like formula fed is great. Fed is best. There's really not a better like option. Whatever you decide to choose is what's going to be best for your baby. Um, so I don't have like too many breastfeeding stories to share with you. Um, yeah, I've, I've been very fortunate to have Lynn be really good at nursing. She takes a bottle really well. I've been like pumping on the go as I've been, you know, traveling to weddings and stuff and it hasn't, hasn't been too bad. We will see how much longer I, breastfeed for. Lennon does have her bottom two teeth now and sometimes she bites me and that isn't very unpleasant. But yeah, it's been really good and convenient and I've really enjoyed it. It's going to make me really sad when I decide to stop. Um, but it's been it's been really great. I wish I had like more to like input to share with you, but it's just been pretty smooth sailing and I'm sure I could have my second my second baby whenever that comes, (laughs) could be, like, really difficult, and I could have a rough go with it with another baby, but Lennon's been, Lennon's been great, and, yeah, I don't have any other thoughts on that with breastfeeding. I feel like another thing about postpartum that doesn't get talked about a ton is the, uh, just, like, hormones. They're just all over the place, and I just want to say that it's okay if you you know, have some baby blues postpartum. If you are, like, really happy one day and really, like, sad the next, I know that that's normal and postpartum depression is normal and postpartum anxiety. I didn't really struggle with postpartum depression, but I will say, postpartum anxiety I did have a bit of that in the beginning like those first three weeks I was very very anxious for a lot of different reasons and sometimes for no reason at all and it's like a real it is a real thing so just be mindful of those around you who are new moms and just like take good care of them because they They need some love and don't be, like I said earlier, like don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to like ask for some space and be like, look, I need some space. I need a day with just like no visitors. Uh, I wish I would have like spoken up and did that more. Not saying if anyone listening is like family and you like, I don't want you to feel like you were overbearing at all because you definitely were not. But I know there were some days where I'm like, I probably could have benefited more from having no help than having a ton of help, if that makes sense. So, yeah, just be aware of your hormones and just, you know, talk to your doctor about it. if It's getting pretty extreme, but it is a real, it is a real thing, that postpartum anxiety and depression, and my heart goes out to all the moms who have struggled with that or still are struggling with it. Um, another thing, postpartum periods uh i am exclusively breastfeeding for the most part yeah i we supplement with like formula if i don't have enough like milk storage breast milk storage but like pretty much exclusively breastfeeding um and i still started my period very soon i started my period three months postpartum yay me if you didn't know this usually a lot of the time some moms will go like even 18 months if they are breastfeeding without having a period so that's why a lot of people think oh breastfeeding is a form of birth control because surprise it's not um, so i don't know why but my period came three months postpartum for me my first like two cycles were like super irregular and it was stressing me out Uh, but my last couple have been like pretty regular, which is nice, but I literally had a pregnancy scare this month because (laughs) I was like three or four days late for my period and I was like so stressed because I'm like, I literally would, don't know what I would do if I got pregnant (laughs) right now. Uh, so just know that like when you do, I don't know, that breastfeeding doesn't mean you're on birth control and your period might come three months postpartum or six weeks postpartum, but it might also come like a year postpartum. You just never know. So that's exciting. And what other postpartum things was I going to share? Let me look at the questions from you guys. Um, I feel like as far as like symptoms postpartum, we covered a good, good bit of it. So let's talk now about just what the first... I don't know, I guess what these last seven months have been like of motherhood, there's so much I could share, but I first want to just start off, I just want to start off with this, okay? I did an Instagram post about this a while back, and I also talked about this on a podcast episode I did on the Bread and Butter podcast, Um, you guys can go check that out, but I just feel like there is so much talk, especially while I was... Um, pregnant, like trying to get pregnant while I was pregnant, after I even had my baby. There's just kind of a lot of negative talk surrounding motherhood. And I know it's like, I don't know why, but it's like in social media world, it's like we love to make fun of and laugh and make jokes about motherhood and all of the negative, and I don't even want to say negative things, but I feel like social media kind of puts motherhood in a pretty negative light which is just so messed up to me because it's like motherhood is like the coolest thing ever like why would we want to sit and make jokes about it and kind of like scare moms like I think about things women have said to me while while I was pregnant like I don't know I just feel like shouldn't we be encouraging moms and sharing like the exciting things about motherhood and not like Oh wow, it's really going to be so hard after you have your baby because you're never going to sleep again, or oh, your your body is just going to not be the same. So I I'm so sorry that you're not going to have your you know pre-pregnancy body. Like I heard so many things like that, and it was just like really surprising to me because I don't know. As a new mom, you're as, you're scared. You're like I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what to expect. I don't know what I'm getting myself into. You're so excited and you're so nervous that the last thing you want to hear is uh, oh just you wait and I don't know. I I just feel like we need to talk more about the positive changes in motherhood rather than the negative changes. If you even I don't even want to say negative, but there are things about it that are really difficult. So, I really truly knew I knew my life is going to change when I had a baby, but honestly, I just I was not prepared for how much it would actually change. My life, you just don't really know until it hits you, and then literally everything changes, and it's never the same. So, yeah, like I was saying, most of the things that people told me about becoming a mother made me anxious because it was just so negatively spoken of. So, I'm just gonna read you my Instagram post because I think that will like make it easier. These are just like some thoughts I had, and I shared them in a post. So. People will say things like, your relationship with your spouse is going to change. And yes, our relationship changed, but in the very best way. We've become a stronger team, and the love we have for each other is more special than ever. People also are going to say, your body is going to change. I know how it's changed. Sure, I still can't fit into most of my clothes, and my skin is stretchy, and a scar runs across my abdomen, but it's changed me for the better because I have a perfect little human who makes it all worth it. People also say, your sleep schedule is going to change. Say goodbye to sleep. But the amount of sleep I've gotten has changed, but no one tells you that what really changes is your ability to get through a long day with no st- sleep and still be happy a happy and amazing mom. Your baby almost makes you forget how exhausted you are. Uh, people also say, your clean home? Yeah, that's going to change. Um, our home has changed. It's full of swings, blankets, and diapers. And even when I try to clean it, it still feels like a mess. But it's changed for the better because our home is full of much more love, laughs, family, and friends. I wasn't prepared for all this change, but it's been the greatest change of my life. So here's your reminder that motherhood isn't just no sleep, a messy house, a different body, and a changed relationship with your spouse. It's so much more than that, and that's what I wish we would talk about more. So that's what I put in my Instagram post. I just felt felt like it was easier for me to explain my feelings on that, reading it to you than just like babbling. But yeah, I think that's like so, so true, and motherhood comes with... So much. I mean, you heard all my postpartum my postpartum rant on all the things, and also just like pregnancy and you know delivery and those first couple weeks are they're so magical and so wonderful, but they're also really difficult because you're just trying to navigate this this new change, and you know I, I it's it's just sad to me that we just hear these negative things and we're not encouraging mothers and helping them feel more at peace and being more helpful because that's that's what moms need and I know it's kind of annoying to get like unsolicited advice from people when you're like a new mom but I would have much rather appreciated some like positive advice like that than hearing oh my gosh I can't believe you're having a baby like those things they are so hard and you don't you don't even know what you're in for and have to talk about it like in that kind of tone I wish I would have heard a lot more of like positive things like so I I just I want to share some of the positive things about motherhood I shared some of the things like in that post that I just read to you but some other things that have been really amazing about motherhood is like seeing your spouse or your like your partner as like a dad like seeing Kendall as a dad has been the coolest thing like I thought I loved him before and I did but seeing him as a dad has been like the most overwhelming thing and my love for him has just grown more than it ever has people will tell you like oh you you love your baby more than your spouse and like yes and no it's like a very different kind of love but just to see like how much he loves Lennon and how much he loves me it's just like the most overwhelming feeling and I wouldn't trade that for the world like it's it's the best it's also the best to just like I don't know there's so many nights like people talk about the no sleep thing but there's so many nights that like you're like oh I do not want to get out of bed and like go and get like calm her down or like put her binky in her mouth or whatever but the second I get her out of bed and I like hold her I don't even care that I'm awake anymore because I just love that moment I have to just hold her And those moments are so great. One thing I wanted to touch on is because I had a a few questions about this was having that like connection with your baby. Like, what is that really like? Did you have an instant connection with Lennon the second you held her and all of that kind of stuff? Personally, I was, I don't want to say I was expecting more, but I think with the whole, everything I had like gone through up to that moment of having Lennon in my arms was like, I I don't know, it was, the the feeling was very overwhelming and so special and wonderful, but because, I don't know, I I think being in that moment of, I was in an OR with all these bright lights and there's a million people around me, it was kind of hard to, I, I wouldn't say I had this like, I I definitely had an instant connection to her, and I was so happy. And there really wasn't a better feeling in that moment. But it honestly just got better and better each day, and it still does. Like I think back to when I like saw Lennon for the first time. I held her for the first time, and it's such a special feeling. But like, there's so many feelings since her birth that have been even better than that. Like the other day, she like she just started clapping for the first time. She like learned to clap. And, like, just seeing her, like, just learn that and, like, recognize that and just, like, her, uh, um, just, like, seeing her, like, eyes light up that she, like, understood it and she gets it and, like, we say yay and she starts to clap. Like, there's just, like, nothing, like, better. Like, there's just so many moments. You're gonna have so many more magical moments with your baby. So, if you're kind of, like, if you give birth and you're like, crap, like, I'm not feeling this instant connection to my baby, like, those first two weeks for me were, like, so freaking hard, Um, just mostly, like, with my recovery that I remember, like, one night just kind of breaking down because I was like, Kendall, I felt like I haven't even held my own baby because we had so many guests over, and, like, when people came over, like, I definitely wanted them to hold her because I wanted them to see her and hold her, and then I wanted to go rest so they could you know, hold her for a minute. And like, I don't know, those first two weeks were really hard for me. It wasn't until she was probably like three or four weeks old that I really was like starting to like super enjoy it. Not saying I didn't enjoy it in the beginning, but I think that recovery for me kind of took away that from, from me. And I, I, everyone's experience is different. I'm not saying that, you know, if you have a C-section, that's going to be the case for you. Um, but I guess what I'm trying to say is that if you don't feel like some sort of instant connection to your baby, like that's going to come. Uh, I, I don't really like, it. no, I, it's, it's, it's hard because this is my experience and everyone's experience is going to be different. And the last thing I want to do is like scare anyone away or like have any, anyone think that what happened to me is going to happen to them. Uh, I wouldn't I don't have like any regrets on anything like everything was great. Uh but it's just what's so cool and so magical about having a newborn and being a mom is that there's while there's like difficult things that come with it, uh all of the positive things make up for it so much more and it's like so special and wonderful and I just I love it so much. So I meant to really like say all of this stuff more at the end of the episode, but I still want to share um, kind of like what it's like having a newborn and like how it's really like changed changed my day-to-day life because it's changed so, so much. Um, but yeah, so let's talk about sleep. Sleep, everyone's, see, and this isn't the thing, guys, everyone's baby is different. Um, for me personally, Lennon, slept really really well up until she was four months old she went through her four month sleep regression and i thought it wasn't going to last as long but then she started teething and that was really difficult because she just couldn't sleep great she was in pain because her teeth were coming in uh she got her first tooth on christmas day so she that was really difficult and then since then she just hasn't been an amazing sleeper I tried, we tried all sorts of sleep training and that's like the thing, one thing I've learned too is that if you're going to try some sort of sleep training, don't give up on it after like a day or two. um, You got to like stick with it for like maybe like a whole week and then if you're not seeing, you know, any sort of change, try a different method. We tried the taking care of babies method and like the Ferber method, but it just didn't work for Lennon. Uh, The day I actually decided to not do any sort of sleep training anymore, Um, I just would go in. If she started crying, I'd get her out of bed, I'd nurse her back to sleep, and I'd hold her whatever I needed to do to get her to calm down, and then I'd put her back in her crib. And then the next day after that, for about two or maybe three weeks, she slept through the night. (laughs) And now she's back to waking up like uh, twice in the night-ish, sometimes only once, but yeah, it's sleep can be rough. But th- this is the thing with newborns is everyone talks on social media too like, "Oh, my baby's sleeping through the night." And then, "Oh, how is your baby sleeping through the night?" And everyone is like so obsessed with like their baby sleeping through the night. But what you don't realize is that babies are in like th- they're so new to this earth. They're still trying to figure so much out. They're growing so much in such a short amount of time that they're going through all these different phases and these different growth spurts and there's sometimes they need a little extra love and attention so I've just learned that if Lennon wakes up at the night she's crying for a reason and I that's just what I've decided and I just go in I comfort her if I feed her if she needs it and put her back to sleep so I'm gonna give it another like two weeks and see if anything changes if not then we'll probably start sleep training again but yeah for the thing, reason sleep training didn't really work for us is that um, we would go in there, like, put her binky back in her mouth or just, like, rub her back and then leave. And then she'd freak out even more. And she's not someone who can really cry herself to sleep. Like, I've heard her cry for, like, an hour in the night. And she – it sounds like she's about to pass out. So I just run in there and pick her up. I can't stand to hear her cry. It's so sad. So, I mean, whatever you decide to do, sleep training is, like, whatever I – I don't really have any regrets on anything. I just know every baby's different and I'm just kind of like paying attention to what I think my baby needs and helping her that way. Um, Another thing is like balancing work and having a baby. So, I am lucky to be self-employed. I can kind of pick my hours. I could have picked my maternity leave. I know I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I did not give myself enough time uh, after Lennon was born of work off. I kind of jumped into it way too quickly, which I thought I was giving myself plenty of time. I gave myself six weeks and I thought that was plenty of time, but I wish I would have taken more time. Um, just because babies, they like grow so much so quickly And leaving her was just really hard and I just didn't I felt like I was missing out on a lot and then Even when I wasn't away from home for like a shoot or something I had stuff I had to edit and I just like I wanted to spend time with her and like give her attention But it was hard when I had all this work on my plate So I personally wish I would have taken a longer maternity leave um But you know you live and you learn so we will see what happens with baby number two whenever that comes but um yeah, work has been it's been good, pumping on the go. Uh such a fun time. I do have the I know people will probably ask, I have the LV pumps. And I like them. They've definitely been worth the money for me because I can't imagine having to take like my Spectra pump or something and like going into a bride's room and like pumping or like going into a bathroom and like doing that. It would take so much more time out of like my day and my time away from Lenin, But I do like the LVs. I know that there's a new LV has a, there's also the Willow, which is very similar to the LV. Same price though. LV has a new thing called LV Stride that's a little bit cheaper because your insurance can cover it. um, Like a portion of it, the regular like LV pumps though are not covered by insurance. Um, but I've recently heard about a pump on Amazon. I wish I knew the name of it. I've looked it up. I think the one That people have been talking about is called Love of Live, Love of Life brand. I think that's what it's called. It's like 60 bucks um for one of them. So I guess it's like 120 for two. I think. I think I'm talking about the right one. Um, but I've heard really good things about that one. It's only like 60 bucks. Um, I wish I would have tried that first before getting the LV, but honestly, with how much I've had to use it on the go it's been worth every penny. There are some things about it though that like I don't love, but it's been pretty good. Um, can't, can't complain too much about it. Yeah. It's, it's hard to find the balance between work and baby when you're self-employed. So my schedule right now of things, um, is to just work while Lennon is napping and after she goes to bed I don't want to be like work spend all my time that I have with Kendall working but sometimes it works like he'll go to the gym uh or like he's been making dinner Kendall's literally made dinner almost like he's made dinner probably 80% of the time since London's been born or like while he's making dinner he'll he'll make dinner so I can work and that's been really nice um I just recently started doing this thing you guys I'm so excited about it I'm I will report back and let you know how it goes um I just started it this week but I decided to do this thing called edit, create, clean, and for me. And that basically means because I've started like, I was trying to do like a schedule. I'm really bad at being self-disciplined and like making a schedule for myself. And I'd be like, okay, like Tuesdays, I'm going to do laundry. And then Wednesdays, I'm just going to edit. And then Thursdays, I'm going to do this and this and this. And it was just hard to stick with it. So I decided to do this thing where I have every day I edit something. So like, for example, today I had to finish a wedding video. So under edit, I put finish so and so's wedding video. Then under create, I put record podcast episode. That was what I was creating for the day. And then for cleaning, um, I need to have a bunch of clean laundry that I need to put away. So that was like my clean for the day. And then for me, today I wanna like write in my journal and do like a face mask. That's my thing. And then I write wrote it out for like tomorrow. Like I have another wedding video I need to finish. So that's my edit. And then for create, I'm doing like I have some reels and like TikTok things I wanna make. So I'm gonna do that. And then clean, I'm gonna vacuum for me something, whatever. So I started doing that the last couple of days and it's been really, really nice and it's working. It's just a lot easier to have like four things on my to-do list that I can easily accomplish rather than like a very vague, hopefully I can get this done today type thing. So, that's one thing that's helped for me a ton and I really loved that. Um, I'm just going to go through now and just like answer questions that I haven't already answered uh, because... I want to make sure I answer your questions. So one question was, what's the hardest and then the best part about the first few weeks of motherhood? Hardest for me was just the, I mean, I guess we won't include postpartum in the mix, but if I had to include postpartum in the mix, just recovery would have been the hardest part. But hardest part with a newborn, probably it just is the sleep thing because you're waking up every two to three hours, those for that like that first like three weeks or something like that um because your baby needs that food so you gotta wake up and feed them every two to three hours and honestly that's really hard um you still actually will be surprised at the amount of sleep you get as a new mom I feel like because they sleep so much during the day that you can nap during the day which is great um the best part was just like the learning like the transition of it was just so fun um like, we'd wake up in the mornings and the three of us, we'd just, like, snuggle in bed and we'd just always, me and Kendall would just look at each other like, what are we doing? Like, we have a baby? What? Um, Just, like, the reality of that was so fun. It just, like, felt unreal that she was, like, finally there and it just made, like, our home just felt, like, so special and happy. I loved it. I think that was probably the best um, someone asked, were you super emotional about everything those first few weeks after Lennon was born? I know I talked about like hormones and stuff, but like, yes, I was so emotional. It was like going from being pregnant to not pregnant is quite the emotional roller coaster. And yeah, I was, I would cry about the most random things. Like I'd cry for like legit reasons. Like, Oh, I have to poop and I'm scared. (laughs) like i like i any time i had to go to the bathroom like that first like 2 weeks i was so scared um and i'd cry about that i'd cry cuz i loved her so much i'd cry you know just like for reasons that made sense but i also cried for a lot of reasons that didn't make any sense like i remember one morning i think lennon was probably like a month old and i was holding her she was sleeping and I was watching, like, some TV show. I don't even remember what show I was watching, but I just started crying, and then I had to, like, skip back. I'm like, what is it in the TV show that made me cry? Literally, there was nothing that made me cry. Like, there's nothing that anyone would watch that and be like, that's gonna make me cry, but, like, I would just, like, cry for no reason out of the blue, and I also was, like, super happy. It was just the craziest bit of emotions. so if you're a mom-to-be, just be prepared for that um someone said how did you take judgment and not let it hurt you um i don't really don't know if i felt like a lot of judgment i mean there's like things that you know i did differently than my mom maybe did with me or like my mother-in-law did with kendall and like maybe there were family members that were like oh why is she doing this or you know maybe judging the way I did things but you just have to remind yourself that like it's your baby not anyone else's and you're doing what's best for them like you're the mom you know what's best for your baby no one else knows what's best you are the best mom for your baby and so because of that you call the shots and you know it's best so I don't feel like I've ever worried too much about being judged about my parenting or anything like that. I don't know if this is answering this question, but in the way they were hoping, but um, yeah, I've just had to remind myself that I know what I'm doing, even though I don't know what I'm doing, if that makes any sort of sense. Um, Someone asked, what's the best thing you did for your mental health? Uh, I think for me, making sure I had time every day to myself. It's so easy to like, you know, you want to snuggle your baby, you want to be with them the whole time right after they're born. And especially like, you know, those first couple months, you just want to be with them all the time. But it's really good to like take a break sometimes, even if it's just for 20 minutes. Like I told Kendall one night, I was like, okay, when I go take a shower tonight, that's my me time. Like, you can't interrupt me. I, like, that's my time. So, just taking time like that, like, me getting ready for bed at night was, like, my me time. Uh, or, like, going to lunch with a friend or something like that was really nice. And just, like, leaving the baby with Kendall or with my mom or somebody. It was nice to just, like, get out and do something just for me. So, I think just taking time for myself, even when I didn't think I needed it or wanted it, was what's really good for me because i'd be like oh i really don't want to like go and be by myself and do something and then i'd get out and just like run to the grocery store while kendall sat home with Lennon and i was like wow i really needed this for myself like I just needed a little break so i would probably say that is one of the best things i did someone asked how different has your relationship been with your spouse um it's different. It's like a good different though. I love seeing Kendall as a parent. He loves seeing me as a parent and it's been so fun for us. And it's like, I don't know. It's like, you kind of get like the butterflies and like this falling in love with your spouse thing, like all over again when you have a baby. It's, it's, it's really different, but it's really awesome. Um, we've had to make sure though, to prioritize time for just like the two of us. So, you know, trying to do a weekly date night and like spending more time together. Like when he gets off of work, like once Lennon's in bed, um, it was so easy before we had a baby because when we had time together, we felt like we could just kind of do whatever. We didn't have to spend every like waking second together, together. But now it's like he gets home from work and then it's like this, we spend so much of our time, you know, getting Lennon to bed and, then she's in bed and then we just kind of want to chill and not do anything. Uh, or I have like a ton of work to do, but we've learned that like, you know, take time, like put our phones away and just like be more present and hang out with each other. And, um, yeah, it's, it's def- definitely different. And I remember like being really, really sad right before, like just like the night before we had Lennon. Cause I was like, we have had such an amazing time together these past like f- almost four years being married that I just couldn't, it was like, I was getting a little sad to see that go. Um, but I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way now. And yeah, it's, it's so much fun having Lennon at home with us and she just brings out the best in us. So that's one thing that we love about each other now is like, just like I feel like I've learned so much more about him and he's learned so much more about me and it just makes you love each other even more. Yes, it's different. Sometimes it's hard to like get that time alone and to like, you can't just like do all the things that you used to, but I don't know. It's, it's, it's really different, but in the, in the best way. What advice would you give a mom to be? Having my baby, Next week! Oh my gosh, that's so exciting! Congratulations! I don't know if you're listening now and you already have your baby or not, but or you're still waiting. But congratulations! I'm so excited for you. Um, my biggest advice would probably just be to enjoy it. There's days that are so hard, and you're so tired, or you—I don't know. There's just days that can be hard. You have like blowouts, and things can just get like overwhelming. But to just remember to enjoy it because time goes by so fast. I will, like, we'll put Lenin to bed and then we just sit on our phones and watch videos of her on our phones. <laughs> um, And it's so crazy how quickly time flies. And it just makes me so sad to think that, like, she's going to be a year old in five months. Like, where did the time go? It's absolutely crazy. So just enjoy it, even on the days that it's hard to enjoy it because, you know, it's hard. Um, just remind yourself that like, it's going to pass. And I, there's like a Thomas Rhett song. I think I saw him singing on TikTok to his little girls. And in the song, he says something like hold them while they want to be held. And I just like thought like, I don't know why that like made me like so emotional. Cause I'm like, there's going to be a day that like Lennon doesn't want me to hold her anymore. Um, and so like, I'm just like taking advantage of all the time of like, when she needs me like now she's starting to like reach for me like when she wants me like sometimes like Kendall will go to comfort her and she just knows she wants her mom and so she'll like lean forward and like reach her arms out for me to grab her and just like taking advantage of all those moments and some days are so hard because I'm like oh my gosh I have so much work to do and she just she's usually like pretty content doing her own thing but some days she just like doesn't want to sit and play on the floor she just wants me to hold her and give her like all of my attention and i'm more than happy to do that of course but some days i'm just like oh like i have something i need to get done or i need to do laundry i don't have time to play with you and then i like feel so guilty thinking that and i just have learned to even when it's really hard to like find the joy in all the difficult moments and just enjoy it and that would just be my advice to you because yeah it goes by so fast it's so crazy I like can't even believe it. All right. We're like way over time, which is fine. I feel like I could talk about motherhood forever because it really is so, it's so wonderful and magical. It's the happiest time of my entire life. And I know I was talking earlier about how, you know, it can, it can be really scary to have kids and that's totally normal. And if you don't want to have kids at all, That it's great. I think we need to normalize that. I think we need to also just like normalize. We do need to normalize how hard it is, but also talk more and normalize how just like absolutely incredible and wonderful it is because there's really nothing better. And I hope all my stuff in the beginning about recovery and birth and all that didn't like freak you out because that's not my intention um because yeah i i just don't like want to sugarcoat anything um because it's hard but it's so insanely worth it like you just don't know until you've been there so if any of you guys are moms to be or planning on having a baby anytime soon i just want you to know like i'm so excited for you it's difficult it can be a difficult road to get there it can be a difficult road once you do get there um but know that um it's it's such a special time once you you have that baby and you're a mom it's yeah so many things and of course my heart goes out to any of you who are like struggling in your pregnancy journey right now if you're listening um I'm here for you if you need someone to talk to. I know that it is really rough. Um, Sending you all my love. And all you moms out there, you're amazing. You're wonderful. You're tough. You're awesome. And I love you so much. So thanks so much for listening. Um, If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to rate, review, and subscribe if you haven't already. Um, I love you so, so much. I will see you next week. Bye-bye.